Has your kitchen designer given you a price that's too good to be true? Are you being pressured to buy cabinets before you're ready by an impatient contractor? You better call Paul. Hi, Linda. It's, this is Paul. Hi. Hi, this is Paul from Maine. Hi, Paul. Good to talk to you. I'm sorry. You said this is Paul and who else? No, just Paul. So you're just talking okay. to me. I'm, the, I'm pretty much responsible for all the blogs that we write and all the information on our website. It sounds like you spent some time on it, maybe. Yes, I have spent some time on your website, and I want to thank you for such an expansive list of just about everyone other than some local people who are not world worldwide, I guess. They're just right. I found a local place right in New Jersey. They weren't on your list, but I assume because they're a local cabinet maker. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, most of the major name brands we rate, evaluate. And then, you know, we can also look up local cabinets, and sometimes if their websites give details about how their cabinets are made, we can evaluate them for you. So we just need to oh, okay. be able to look it up. So if we don't, you know, okay. if we don't know about it. So, but you know, a lot of cabinet companies aren't comfortable telling you much about their cabinets, but if they do right. on the website, we can look at it. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, take I, a look. I, to be quite honest, I think they were pretty transparent on their website. Oh, good. Um, That's always a good sign. A lot of times you don't give information if you have nothing to brag about. And if you do have good information to brag about, then you make yourself transparent because it helps you. Okay. So let me start by saying I did not read your article. I may have, but I don't remember if you gave the caveat about not going from place to place to place. Well, I've already uh, went down that rabbit hole, so it's too late for that. And what I've been finding is, obviously, when you go to a different place, it's harder to compare apples to apples because everybody has different lines that they're offering. So, but I have, I have noticed that they all have, like, at least three different lines, high, low, and medium. Mm -hmm. So I have noticed that. So what I have been doing is, as you have already alluded to, is trying to figure out, like, how do you make your cabinets? Like, is it the MDF, the cardboard board? That now I'm hearing the fancy word furniture board. I'm assuming mm -hmm. that's the same thing. Same thing. Uh, MDF. Okay, so furniture board or um, the plywood boxes. So I've kind of gotten a little knowledge, but I'm still stuck as to how to make the best so, decision so for me. You said you didn't read that article I wrote on comparing brands, right? Correct. So just to give you a condensed version of what's that's in that article is part of the problem is that even when you talk about different brands and how they're made and everything else, all of these brands have different upgrades and different door styles and finishes that dramatically affect how much they cost. So gotcha. when you go from place to place to place, one of the problems is sooner or later, you're going to walk into a place where the kitchen designer is going to sell you something that he's going to make a change that's going to make the price way lower and you're not going to understand the change that he made or she made. So for example, it, you could get standard overlaid doors, which would be exactly the same looking doors as another cabinet door style, only they'd be smaller and the doors wouldn't cover the whole front of the cabinet. They would only cover a half inch more than the opening to the front of the cabinet. And that makes the cabinets 20% less expensive. So you could, you know, you wow. could, you, know, you could, so there's things like that. 
like the overlay of the door, how the cabinet drawer box is made, the tracks and the hinges that are being used, whether the door itself, the cabinet could be all plywood construction. But if you're getting a painted door, a lot of companies would make the whole door out of MDF. And then I don't think it's a problem if the middle of the panels made out of MDF, but if the whole door is made out of MDF, that's about 25% less and it actually looks better, but it's less durable. So there's so many, there's so many tricks. And then, you know, when the designer is doing the design, you go to the first place and they're getting all fancy and they're putting panels and door panels on the ends of the cabinets and they're including the moldings and the prices that you're getting and they're including the toe kicks maybe and the touch-up kits and all these odds and ends and maybe even including sales tax and delivery in the price you get. And then sooner or later, you run into this one guy that's going to change the whole design, make the doors smaller, do all of these things. And he's going to give you pricing that doesn't include the moldings and doesn't include some of the other same stuff. And it's going to seem like a thing. It's going to seem like it's too good to be true. And it really is because he's not really okay. comparing the same thing. So that's just the article that you didn't read. That's just the whole thing is you have to be so much more careful that Usually, if you find a really good cabinet place to be buying cabinets from, then working within the different cabinet brands that that one dealer sells might be your best bet. But you know, yeah, sometimes they don't carry the line that you really want, so you have to go right. someplace else. But you know, you have to just be careful because it's it's so hard. You have to really almost be a kitchen designer to be able to figure out what you're pricing. Got you. I, I got you. So I will ask some more questions. Yeah, so fire away. So I just wanted to give you the, the background. No, I'm saying with, I appreciate that. So when I do speak to um, the next time I did, I get a price, I need to ask that that price include the molding, the toe kicks and yeah. the different panels. Um, so I so I had gotten a price from Brookhaven. And I do believe it does include all that because the woman had showed me a panel that would cover the side of the refrigerator. Yeah. And then another panel that I, w- I wanted a panel over the only just the dishwasher. So I have a Brookhaven price and I'll give you a, my tiny bit of concern about Brookhaven is I know it's a, a lower price point of wood mode, but I also know that they just went through a little yeah. bit of a turmoil in their company. So I have a little concern about that. Um, and, that's one thing. And they also raised their my, prices 20%. So they're, so more, ex- so they're more expensive mm-hmm. than they used to be. And we worry that they're, you know, they've had financial problems twice in the last five years. So uh, we worry about that. And you're also in a very, Brookhaven's a pretty expensive cabinet brand. So Brookhaven is, yes, expensive, is, is as expensive as other custom cabinet brands would be. Right. And so my concern is, I mean, obviously I do like fancy and I do like, I mm-hmm. want, but I want my cabinets to be not just well-made. I want them to last. I do not plan on moving anytime soon. So I will be, I will be the person enjoying my cabinet for at least 10 years. So let's just sure. do that. So I, I do want a good cabinet, but I will tell you that my, my door chop, my door style choice is the shaker style with a little bit of OG as they call it. Right. I learned that term recently. So, sure. uh, and I call it, I, lo- I like to say one bump or two bumps, but someone right, right. needs it. Uh-huh. So I like a bevel shaker, one bump or two bumps. So, uh-huh. um, and so my concern is 
am I looking at a too pricey door? For a door style that's very simple, am I looking at a cabinet line that's too expensive for that door style and that I can obviously find something in a lower price point? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I would say yes. I mean, only book. Well, here's the thing. There are going to be lots of brands that are going to have that door style because that's about the second most popular door style that's out there. So that's not going to be a challenge finding a well-made, inexpensive cabinet brand that sells that door style. And nowadays, you can get very well-made cabinetry inexpensively. Whereas in, in the past, you, if you were in an inexpensive cabinet brand, it also meant that the cabinets weren't well-made. But even the least expensive brands that we sell are just this, are constructed the same and use the same hinges and the same tracks as the custom cabinet brands that we sell. So you would could get a cabinet okay. brand that would be almost half the price of, of, of Brookhaven and at least whatever, 40% less than Brookhaven. And it would really be constructed the same as Brookhaven. But the, you know, the only thing is, I don't haven't seen your kitchen design. So Brookhaven is going to have the ability to do all kinds of different size cabinets and height cabinets that a less expensive brand is not going to have. So I don't know if your design okay. needs to be in an, well, in an expensive brand or not. Well, let me just say this. My ceiling height is only 92. Okay. Um, so that, I guess it's, I'm told a little lower than the average ceiling height. Um, yes, which it is. is. You know, like so here would be why this would be why you might want to be in an expensive cabinet brand. So the normal size for kitchen cabinets to go to up to is 84, 90, and 96. You have a 92 inch high ceiling. You can't get 90 inch cabinets because if you got a 90 inch cabinet and then you were going to have a molding on top of it your ceiling is not perfectly level. Nobody's ceiling in anybody's house is perfectly level. And nobody's house that has a ceiling that's 92 inches is anything, your house is at least 50 years old if your ceiling right. is 92 inches. So a house that's 50 something or 100 years old, your our ceilings, my house is 120 years old. My ceiling is way off a level. So if you put 90 inch, if your cabinets went up to 90 inches, at some point in the room, the molding wouldn't be able to fit because the you know you'd be too close to the ceiling. You might be touching right. the and ceiling in one part of the room, but not in another. So you have to either get regular height cabinets that will be at 84 inches, or if you were in a cabinet brand like Brookhaven, you could get a cabinet that was a little bit taller. You could get like uh, not go to 84, but go to 86 or 87 inches maybe and have bigger wall cabinets and taller pantry cabinets because it's almost a custom brand. But, you know, it will be a huge price jump that you'll pay to do that. Right. I, I am recognizing that because the same person, um, the same dealer that priced, one dealer priced Brookhaven and Craftmate for me. Mm -hmm. And then another dealer, and then another dealer priced Cuisine ideal yeah. versus well-born forestry, not oh, right. the, not the regular well-born. The uh, mm -hmm. not one brother, the other brother. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know about the two brothers. Okay. 
only some, only because somebody mentioned it because I asked what was the I asked this guy what was the difference between well-born and well-born forestry and he said well-born forestry they were brothers and they split I guess I don't know so so my only concerns about the well it was now the well-born forestry was considerably lower probably by about eight grand than than the uh, cuisine but in the well-born forest you were getting the smaller size cabinets probably then my my hesitancy was First of all, I did some review shopping on Wellborn Forestry, and their reviews lately have been horrible. Now, I don't know if that's just because 2020 COVID and, you know, shoddy work and delivery. I was trying to sort of really try to parse out what people were saying. Were they, ha- were they unhappy with the cabinet or were they just unhappy with the delivery? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so that's my concern with that. Should I go with the Wellborn forestry it would be considerably cheaper by by about eight grand Um, let me ask you a question you have printouts of the designs that you're considering yes because i had an architect do the whole thing because i'm i'm bumping out and i'm going up so my concern is i have a kitchen to do and two bathrooms so i I need to be i need to be price conscious conscious cost conscious so you know if you want to be cost conscious then it's going to be so much less expensive to get cabinets that are 84 inches and then just have bigger molding reaching the ceiling and if you do that then you can be in a whole lot of less expensive cabinet brands in fact i don't even think when you got pricing in craft made i don't think craft made will even do that height so they'll only do the 84 inch was there a really a big difference in price between the craft made and the brookhaven yeah um are you am i allowed to say prices or you don't want me to give prices no, you can give me prices prices are okay oh okay um the um the craft made was about sixteen thousand, mm-hmm. and the and the brookhaven was 20 closer to twenty one thousand, but a little bit more if i upgrade to the plywood boxes i found that kind of odd that in such a high price range i gotta pay to upgrade to plywood boxes well the thing that with the that's what you, that's the way expensive brands work. So in an inexpensive brand, like the inexpensive brands we sell only come in plywood, but the expensive brands come in any way you want. They're custom cabinets. You can make the cabinet cheap. You can make the cabinet expensive. They'll do anything that you want. So that's another thing that, that people do is they design a kitchen in an expensive brand, but then use particle board sides and everything else to make it less expensive and make it seem like you're getting a good deal, but you're not, you don't even have the same upgrades as the less expensive brand. So I, I think right. Wellborn Forest is almost, or I think it comes automatically plywood sides. I'm not positive about that, but. but uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't know that one. I, I, I tend to, unfortunately, I've been in cabinet. Um, heaven, so I feel like I, I know some stuff off the top of my head, but not most. But mm-hmm. to answer the question between Brookhaven plywood boxes versus craft made in general, it's about a $6,900 difference. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money. And craft made, you have to upgrade the plywood too. But okay. you might have, you were at a private dealer, so you might have been getting craft made vantage prices. And craft made vantage is craft made that comes with a whole bunch of pre-selected upgrades. So it's all the upgrades that we would recommend. Plywood sides, soft closed doors, soft closed hinges, soft closed tracks, all of those parts are are part of craft made vantage. But if you're at a private dealer, that's what you probably want to be getting is craft made vantage. But again, 
you know, I don't know that any of these, if you have to decide if you're going to get the, if you're getting the 30 inch high wall cabinets, like probably your architect designed it because architects don't even know the sizes that cabinets come in. So probably your architect okay. designed it with 33 inch high wall cabinets or who knows what size wall cabinets he designed it in. But in the Brookhaven, you would be able to do any size that he designed it in. But in Craftmate right. or any of the other brands that aren't custom, you won't be able to do those different sizes. So I'm not sure. I assume yeah. that the Brookhaven design might have been the other sizes. I can certainly ask that question. This has been very helpful for me in terms of trying to figure out which way to go. And I guess I have one other question. The question was about um, Fabu Wood. The last person that I went to mentioned Fabu Wood and how good they were. But then he also said that something akin to what you're saying, that perhaps I couldn't get Fabu Wood because of the smaller boxes. So I'm not sure what he meant by that. He didn't say smaller boxes. I'm just thinking maybe that's what he meant because you said it. But maybe what he meant is the stock. because The, the size cabinets. Yeah. So so you won't be able to get in Craftmade, in Fabiawood, and in Woodmode Forest. I mean, wood, uh, Woodmode. Uh, in uh, Wellborn well, well, well Forest. Yes. In Wellborn Forest. You won't be able to get that unusual height, top height cabinet. So if when he was talking about Fabiwood, he probably meant that you, if you really wanted 33 or 34 inch high wall cabinets and unusual height cabinets for your ceiling, that the way the architect has designed, you wouldn't be able to ever do that in Fabiwood. But okay. you're not going to be able to do that in Craftmade and you're not going to be able to do that in Wellborn Forest either. The only cabinet line that you could even do it in would be the Brookhaven. And we don't even know if that's how they designed your kitchen when they gave you a price because you probably weren't paying no, I back don't. attention to how high the cabinets were. No, no, I wasn't. But I did give everybody that has priced for me, I did give them the copy of the plans. And so they have, so the, you know, they have. They have ceiling height on it. I don't know if they can have right. to do anything else with it. They definitely have ceiling height. Yeah. So and they have the width. So they, they that can that like unusual that. height can be responsible for ten thousand dollars in prices. Just getting that very unusual height. So I mean that brings me to the thing I was going to bring up, which is okay. Everybody that calls us is so worried about the brand of the cabinets and getting a good brand but nobody's really worried about the design itself. And we, one thing we know about architects and all kitchen designers will tell you this, they are generally horrible designers. They're terrible kitchen designers because that's not what they do for a living all day. They don't know what sizes cabinets come in. They don't know that they just cost you $10,000 by making the cabinet sizes that that they designed the kitchen in so unusual when it could have saved you $10,000 maybe for a whole kitchen by just making the size a little tiny bit different. And not only that, right. they don't even know the clearances that they're supposed to be leaving for appliances and for other things. When you well, take I think, architect- I, think, I think my architect was in a, I mean, obviously I'm going to take up for him because I hired him, right. but I also think that he, I also think that he was they're, they're in a unique position because they're not just an architect. They have a full design. They have designers. They have 
the architect. They have, you know, they have a team of people. So sure. well, that's a design and build. It's a design and build company, right? Right. They would typically they would typically be the company that we're talking about that would do very well with building and not so good with designing mm-hmm. kitchens. So the re- that, so what I'm bringing myself to is uh, or getting to is what I would think the best thing you could do is not call us to ask us questions, but bring show us your designs from your architect so that we could take a look at them. And then tell you what problems we see, if any, with the designs, and then how you could make the designs less expensive by being in different cabinet brands, or improve them by moving things around a little bit, or say, oh my goodness, these plans are perfect, which would be the most unlikely event, you know, I would think, because pretty much all day long, what we end up doing is fixing designs that we get from architects, but that being said, it doesn't mean that there's not great architects that do great kitchens, but a lot of times the people that, if you're going to be a great kitchen designer, you have to really be selling cabinets. If you're not selling okay. cabinets, then you don't really know how cabinets, what sizes they come in and all this different stuff. So that's why design and build companies usually are good builders, but you really need to have a kitchen designer fix their designs or at least tweak them. Right. So it sounds like one critical question I should ask at least the architect is what was the height of my cabinet that when he did this rendition, like what height did he have them at? Well, usually they give you elevations and stuff that tell you that. Oh, well, then now you're asking me to read the actual plans and understand elevations. Well, do you want to? You you could send us. I mean, that's what I would encourage you to do is to send us the drawings. So email the drawings to us, the same things you've been given to the other kitchen designers. So we can give you our input. Then I could be telling you much more when I'm looking at your plans. Right. Okay. Because I didn't, when I leave a copy of something to the other cabinet folks, I obviously only copy that one section of the kitchen area. I don't give them all the plans. So obviously they're not seeing maybe elevations and stuff like that. Yeah, you can send it. You can email us. If you email us all the plans for the whole edition, that's given us a lot, a ton of information that I can be looking at and absorb in a matter of a few minutes. The more information people give us, it only takes seconds for us to look at it, figure out the information that we really need to know. You know, if you're doing a two, if this is going to be a two story edition, is there a master bath and a bedroom or something going on top of the back of the house or something? Yeah, pretty. I guess what's happening is I'm taking some space from the backyard and bumping out the kitchen. And then above that space will be a bathroom that a new bathroom that didn't exist. Yeah. And then the then the other bathroom will now become the master bathroom. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So any all the plans are good for us to see. So we just know what's happening. We can give you input on it. We can say, gee. Look what they they're doing this. If you just move this doorway from here to here, you could, you know, how I was construction already started and they're already framing. No, no, no. I haven't started yet. I'm waiting on a start, a start date. Okay. So, yeah. So so you still have at least the opportunity for us to see your plans and possibly save you tens of thousands of dollars. So and or catch mistakes for free. It doesn't cost anything when people send us their designs. That's pretty much what we normally do on Fridays is people send us the plans and then we catch all the mistakes and tell them, oh, gee, you got to watch out for this. You have to do that. You have to do this. And it's it's usually what the phone calls are. You might want to get everything together and then email them to us 
next Friday and then call in and then I can critique them and go over them and, and we can discuss it. And I, I don't I don't know if I have till next Friday. This contract is breathing down my neck about getting these cabinets ordered since the lead time is so long on different things. Although I thought my project will take quite enough time that I would have the lead time, but I'm yeah. getting a little bit of pressure. I would tell you that all contractors are always telling you to order things. And first off, you haven't even decided on a cabinet brand yet. So the Brookhaven might be 22 weeks. The Craftmade might be 20. The Wellborn Forest might be 14 weeks. And the Fabulwood is five weeks. Certainly, if you're getting Fabulwood and your kitchen is going to be designed in Fabulwood, you're going to be saving 60% or 50% on the cost of your cabinetry or something like that. You certainly are way, way too early to be ordering any cabinets. So it really depends on the brand that you're ordering and when it's all going to come. But builders are always telling people to order instantly. And then they hold up the whole works constantly. Cabinets sitting in a box in the garage getting more. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, they're sitting in the garage. They're in storage with us. And we're charging customers for storage fees because the garage doors aren't even on yet. So they can't be delivered to the house. So they're paying for storage fees for cabinets that every every builder I've ever met wanted to order all the cabinets yesterday. And every single one of them was never ready for the cabinets when they arrived. They, they haven't dug a foundation yet. They have building inspectors that have right. to come and inspect the foundation before they can even fill in around the sides, before they can do the frame, before they can do everything else. You got a long ways to go and this is such an important decision that's going to be $10,000 in cabinetry one way or another. They got a lot of nerve. It means that they don't appreciate the difference in you know, how high the cabinets are going or why you might want to be in a brand that came fast or long. It just shows a lack of knowledge about the cabinet industry, rushing to tell you to order cabinets before they even know what brand you're in. Right. right. So, and, and that's typical. But it's another reason right. like we, we sh- it's a good idea. So you can, you know, I don't know, how fast could you send us the designs? And then we'll be all set. And I'll, I'll send you uh, comments on the design. And then you can uh, call again next Friday between two and four. And we can go over it over the over the phone. Okay. Uh, well, Paul, I, I certainly appreciate all of your time. That yeah, you no problem. Me. When I hang up, I'm going to give, give me about 10 minutes and I'll email you okay. the plan. All right. Sounds good. I'll take a look at them. If you get them to me in 10 minutes, I'll take a look at them and I'll, I'll get you or uh, I'll send you some notes right back probably before okay. I even call it a day. Right. And I, and I guess obviously we're talking, I, and I'm not someone that's so stuck on brand, but mm-hmm. I need to know the price point, you know, cause there's a lot of brands within one price point, but, and I've read enough about, you know, the plywood versus the particle and all that other stuff and the bloom. I mean, we have, we have a, I always use one example. We have a kitchen on our website that it says Villanova restored barn. If you go on our website, that's a kitchen that's in a $3 million home probably, or a two and a half million dollar home. And it was restored stables in Villanova, a fancy, very expensive place on the main line outside of Philadelphia. And that kitchen and the butler's pantry are all designed in Fabulwood cabinets. And the reason that that's done in Fabulwood is the heights of the cabinets and everything that that customer needed, 
they were just getting a shaker door style in white and there was no reason for them to be spending a whole lot of money on other sizes and other door styles and finishes and everything else that they weren't taking advantage of. So nowadays you can get inexpensive cabinetry that's better made than the Brookhaven if they're not upgrading. If you don't upgrade the Brookhaven to plywood sides, then Fabuid is certainly way better made than Brookhaven. So you have to upgrade. So, so why do why do the um, just real quickly why do the kitchen designers, as I hear the the KDs uh, mm-hmm. in the stores that you go to, why do the KDs always say? No need to upgrade. You're in. You're thinking of back in the '80s, and there's no need to upgrade the plywood. The furniture board is great and sturdy, and you don't need to upgrade. Well, that would be because Why? that would be because those kitchen designers. Unfortunately, for kitchen designers, there's not a lot of us are very good at our job, and very few of us even know anything about engineering and other things. So, to answer your question, is they don't know what they're talking about. And they're probably better designers, but since they don't know anything about engineering or construction of cabinetry, they don't know any better, to be honest. And so they're just designing kitchens and nobody comes back to them 15 years later when they're working at a different company or the cabinets have fallen off the walls to tell them that their kitchens are all falling apart. But if you get cabinets made out of particle board, it's not really that important for the bottom base cabinets or the tall pantry cabinets that are sitting on the ground. Those cabinets, they're sitting on the ground. They're probably not going to have a problem with falling apart or anything else. But the wall cabinets that are on the wall, the MDF and the particle board, first off, is much heavier. And then the seams and the glue that's holding it all together is all particle board glued together. That's not anywhere near as strong as plywood all glued together with hanging rails and other construction features. And then on top of that, if your cabinets are particle board, that means that the sides of the cabinets aren't real wood, that the sides of the cabinets that are exposed are just either painted over MDF, in which case, if that gets scratched, it's going to be ruined, and or it's plastic just colored the same color as your cabinets, in which case that plastic is going to discolor because it's not real paint. So the kitchen designers that would not know that or say that just don't know what they're talking about to answer your question. Okay. That was helpful. Wow. So much. All righty. Yeah. It takes hard, you know, a lot of kitchen designers, you know, I own our company and I'm picking the brands that we carry and everything else and making all kinds of decisions that regular kitchen designers don't have to make. And then unfortunately, in this world, some people aren't very good at (laughs) critiquing the information that they get. And so uh, every kitchen cabinet dealer has the reps of that brand coming in to talk to the kitchen designers and tell them why their cabinets are the best made cabinets in the world. And every single rep for every single company, even the worst companies in the world, will come in and tell you that their cabinets are the best made cabinets in the entire world. And they'll they'll give all kinds of reasoning and why you shouldn't be worried about this. And our engineers have tested this and all this other stuff. And it's really just a bunch of crap. And they're salespeople. That's why they're reps for the cabinet company. And the kitchen designers, if they don't know any better, they believe it all. Gotcha. 
That's why we critique the book, the brands in general. We rate a lot of cabinet brands that we don't carry incredibly well. And Brookhaven certainly is a very well-constructed line. And I think they're great. I do worry about their financial stability, but certainly I don't worry about the construction of their cabinets. If you upgrade to all the upgrades that you should to get a well-made cabinet, then you'll have a very well-constructed cabinet. But I certainly never would spend 80% more to get Brookhaven and order it in particle board. That would be sort of silly. You'd only be saving five or 10% on the cost of the cabinet. Why would you want to get the most expensive brand in the least well-constructed cabinet? That makes a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I do appreciate that. Yeah, so send me the the, the design and we'll take a look at it and see where where you are. Okay. Thank you so much, Paul. I appreciate it. Maybe we'll talk again or maybe talk next Friday and I'll take a look at your plans as soon as you send them. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Mainline Kitchen Design Podcast with nationally acclaimed kitchen designer, Paul McElary. This podcast was brought to you by Brighton Cabinetry, high quality custom cabinetry at competitive prices. For more on kitchen cabinets and kitchen design, go to www.mainlinekitchendesign.com.